0: Welcome to Zion Hill, where we make our world a better place. At this time, we would like to acknowledge all those celebrating wedding anniversaries and birthdays for the month of January. Happy anniversary and happy birthday to you all. To all Zion Hill ministry leaders and volunteers, save the date. The annual leadership conference will be January 22, 2022, from 9 a.m. to 12 noon. Come out as Pastor Dare shares the direction of the ministry for 2022. On January 29th, there will be a social media workshop. We especially want our youth to be in attendance to learn the do's and don'ts when using social media and consequences that may result if misused. Thank you for tuning in and worshiping with us on today. Until next time, we'll see you at the top. Come on, let us rejoice. Come on, let us rejoice. Hallelujah. And let us be glad in it. Thank you. And I welcome you to another worship experience on the hill. Come on, let's give God a hand. On, to our first time guests, we have the gift for you in the back after the service. And to our online uh, people that are seeing us this morning, hit that like button and just let somebody know that uh, God loves them. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. Spirit of the living God, Lord, we thank you and we praise you because we acknowledge you as the Lord of lords, And the King of Kings. We acknowledge you as the great I am. We acknowledge you as our Savior. As the comforter of our souls. Now Spirit of the living God. As we set the atmosphere God. We ask that you move by your spirit. And move by the anointing. Because your word declares that the anointing destroys every yoke. Spirit of the living God, don't let nobody leave out of here the same way they came. Destroy yokes, heal bodies, and lift burdens, Father God. Father God, we know you can do it because, God, we cannot do nothing without you. But, Lord, with you, we can do all things. And, Lord, we are going to praise you on today we are going to decrease so you can increase within us more and more we just want to shabak you on this morning because you've been too good to us god and we're just gonna forever give you the glory and the honor in jesus precious name we pray let the church say amen amen
1: we have a reason to dance and give him praise this morning so get up on your feet and clap those hands like this hallelujah yeah, the fact that you're alive is reason enough to give him praise. Yeah. He's Who knew no sin
0: that we might become his righteousness? His body was broken for all transgressions. But I'm so glad that's not where the story ends. The Lamb that was
1: slain that day rose in victory. Since that day, sin has lost its grip on Hey! i sing that. Say, Savior. we uh-huh. Another touch from him you may hear it another touch another touch give your voice and Say
0: We serve an awesome God. We serve a holy God. We serve an all-powerful God. Come on, let's give God hand clap of praise. Oh, he's so wonderful. He's so loving. Hallelujah. God, we just bless your name on today. Because nothing and nobody else can compare to him. Hallelujah Jesus. Hallelujah Jesus. Now it's time to connect to our all-powerful, all-worthy, and all holy God, and so much more. Ursus, will you come forth? And you can do this by giving your very best. There are many visions in Zion Hill that has been given to the visionary by God. And his heart is laid on the youth. And whatever God tells you to give, just a little bit deeper, especially regarding the youth, obey the spirit. Because obedience births blessings. And Luke 6 and 38 says, Give, and it shall be given to you. Good measure <laughs> pressed down, shaken together, and running over. For the measure you give will be the same measure you get back. So, in other words, if you give a little, guess what? You're going to get a little back. But if you give the abundance, I'm a living witness. God will give you the abundance right back to you. Hallelujah. And for our online viewers, if you would like to give also into this ministry, because this is a blessed ministry. I don't think y'all heard me. This is a blessed ministry. And anybody that is attached to this ministry, come on here now, you are blessed as well. So come on, let's give God a hand clap of praise for that blessing because you wear it well. Amen. Online viewers, you may scan the QR code on the screen or you can text to give at 73256 and you can enter the Zion Hill family amount or you can go to the giving tab on the website. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. Spirit of the living God, we thank you. We praise you. But God, right now, we want to give back that which you have given to us for the upkeep of the kingdom. Father God, we bear not hold back nothing you have given us, but we want to give it right back to you. And Father God, I ask that you will increase it a thousandfold, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. God, we thank you for your word because your word is true, God. And we know whatsoever we give, you will give it back to us. And we just want to say thank you. And God, we will be forever giving you the glory and the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen.
2: Of our children this morning. What a blessing. The Bible says, Out of the mouth of babes shall come what kind of praise? Prophet praise. So never miss the opportunity to be a part of prophet praise. I welcome every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ thank you for coming out to worship this morning and I also welcome those of you who are home live streaming with us and those of you listening on radio on television whether you are local or national or international it's always a joy to bring you greetings from the city of Pineville, Louisiana. Amen. Amen. Thank God for that. God bless Pineville. We are grateful, grateful for everyone. Glad to see all of you ministers of the gospel. We appreciate your ministry. One of the things I love about this church is all these ministers They can just carry on. And sometimes I come in and stay in my office and and just watch all of them doing their thing. That's a blessing. We are grateful, grateful. Glad to see Pastor Benny Edison with us. Amen. We are grateful, grateful. After he leaves here, he goes to his church and ministers. That's serious commitment, you know. To God be the glory. We also have a guest pastor from from Norway. Norway is in Europe, somewhere is in Amen. And Pastor Joseph. Uh, I came. Where are you, my brother? Well, praise the Lord. Amen. Please help me to pronounce that last name. Aken Praise God. That gives me a clue. That means she he is from the same part of Africa that I come from. You know, every now and then Jesus will ask, What is your name? So, the name gives you the clue. We welcome you to our church in the precious name of Jesus. Thank you for stopping by to worship with us. Uh, we're grateful, grateful, grateful to all of you that are visiting for the first time. After church today, please stop by the uh, greeting, greet us over in the lobby area. We have a gift for everyone that is just visiting for the first time. This is our way of saying thank you for joining us to worship God. Amen. Amen. Do you have your Bible this morning? Will you please stand with me in reference to the word of God? Turn your Bible to the book of Job. The book of Job chapter 33. Amen. I see some of our students from the college. We appreciate you. Actually, I should say from the university. Job chapter 33. We're going to read verses 14 and Verse 15. The book of Job, chapter 33, verse 14 and verse 15. If you find it, say amen. 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 The Bible says, For God speaketh once. Yes, he speaks again twice, yet man perceived not. Verse 15 says, It tells you how God speaks in a dream, in a vision of the night. When deep sleep falleth unto men, even in slumbering upon the bed. While you're still standing, let's pray. Our Father and our God, we thank you for this beautiful day. Thank you for your faithfulness. In the midst of pandemic, you're still watching over us. Thank you for the reality of your word. The angel of the Lord encamp around them that fear you. Thank you for your protection. It's not how much we disinfect. It's not how much we stay locked in. It's not how much we wash our hand. At the end of the day, only those who you protect are saved from the hand of the enemy. Thank you. We cannot thank you enough, Lord. I speak concerning any illness in this house right now. I come against every germ, every virus in the house. The blood of Jesus is against you. Lord, I thank you for healing virtues. You send your word and heal us of all of our sicknesses and disease. Father, we decree and we declare by faith this morning. By your stripe, we are healed. Thank you for touching us one more time. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for the word of God that will go forth this morning. Thank you that the word will not return forward. Grass may wither, flowers may fade, but your word will stand forever. Thank you. Help our hearing. Help our understanding. Give us the wisdom to apply the word of God into our life. Use your servant to proclaim what does says the Lord today. We'll be careful to give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. It is in Jesus' name we pray. And the church say, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. I want to talk with you for a few minutes on the subject titled, The Importance of of your dreams. The importance of your dreams. Permit me to give you a quick background to why we are talking about dreams this morning. Many of you may not realize it, but during this time of the year, Your pastor is invited to so many events to speak and to share with the community, sometimes about black history, sometimes about the Martin Luther King holiday. And I'm all over the place. Tomorrow will be a federal holiday in honor of Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. And if you know anything about that great man of God, what makes him famous? He does a lot of things. He's a preacher. He's an advocate. He's well-studied. But what makes him famous is his speech when he said, I have a dream. So now you can see why this topic is ringing in my soul. To share with you and everyone under the sound of my voice, be it on radio or television or social media, the importance of your own dream. First of all, permit me to define what is a dream. I just want, don't want to assume that everybody knows what a dream is. Ladies and gentlemen, a dream is a series of thoughts, series of images or emotions, or ideas or sensations or messages that you encounter during your sleep. Usually, most dream comes when you are sleeping. Let me go on record to mention to you many people who are successful in the world of God. They were dreamers. If I have time this morning, I will give you examples after examples in the word of God of people that God used tremendously and they were dreamers. Amen. That is why I'm comfortable to challenge you this morning for you to dream and dream big. In the book of Genesis chapter. 15 verse 12. You see the example of Abraham. The Bible says he was in a deep sleep when God revealed to him that his children will go as a stranger to a foreign land called Egypt. And God revealed to him how long his children will be in Egypt before they get free. It wasn't a dream. Again, you see the hand of God using dreams in Genesis chapter 28, verse 12. This time you see Jacob having a dream. The Bible says he saw a ladder. Am I still in the book? Yes. Ascending and descending from heaven to earth. Guess what? It wasn't a dream. So when I tell you, get you a dream. It's not some fairy tale. Great men and women. They were dreamers. You probably remember the story of Joseph. He dreamed so much, we call him Joseph the dreamer. And you remember how he saw his brothers yes, bowing down to him. Am I still in the book? Yes, Solomon, the wisest king, rich, blessed, where those wisdom? Those riches came in a dream. <laughs> he was a Gibeon. God appeared to him in a dream and asked him, "You ask me anything, and I will give it unto you." And you remember the story: how Solomon asked for wisdom, and then God gave him double. For his trouble, the same thing is true in the New Testament. In Matthew chapter one, verse twenty, I just thought I should throw some New Testament in because some of your religion will fool you and you think all these things just Old Testament theories. But in the New Testament, you will remember Joseph, the fiancé of Mary when Mary got pregnant and Joseph knew I didn't do that. The Bible says he was looking for a way to get rid of her with thoroughly. But in the process of that, God appeared unto him. How? In a dream. Dreams are important. Again, when Herod was trying to kill the baby, God showed up to him again. Joseph, take the baby and the mama. Get out of here. Go and hide somewhere in Africa until I tell you to come back. What am I trying to tell you? God always speaks in a dream. In the text that I read to you this morning, again you see a confirmation of what I've been telling you. God speaks through visions and through dreams. By the way, please take note of the difference between the two. There's a difference between visions and dreams. When you talk about a vision, it is what you can see with your own eye. It is what you can visualize. Amen. I remember as a youngster in Africa, I had a box guitar. And I put on my box guitar, I am bound for my promised land, USA. USA. I was just a little kid, but I had a vision that someday I'm going to USA. Vision is the ability to see a preferred future. I can't speak for you, you can't speak for me, but each of us ought to have a vision Birds that have eyes are very common. But birds that have vision, they're very few. You show me a success story. I'll show you a man or woman with a vision. Are you still here this morning? Whereas dreams, as I told you, they are thoughts and ideas and images that comes to your mind while you are sleeping. What's the difference between vision and dream? You see, vision reveals the nature of God to man. A dream reveals the plan and the purpose of God for your life. Can you handle this today? Please take note. Visions are for the righteous. He gave vision to his own children. That is why I tell you, don't just be a member of the church. Don't just join this denomination or that denomination. You need to know that you know that you know that you know you've been born again. When you're talking about dreams, dream is not just for the righteous. Anybody can dream. The righteous and the unrighteous. In other words, vision belongs to the saints. Now, wait a minute now. I'm not talking about the New Orleans saints. Let's let's make sure we're on the same page. Vision belongs to the saints. But dreams belong to everybody. Everybody can dream. Dream is when heaven visits you during your sleep. You remember in the book of Acts, chapter 2, verse 16, uh, the prophet Joel was quoted that in the last days there will be an outpouring of the Spirit, talking about the Holy Spirit. And your young men, your young girl, they will have vision. Am I still in the book? Your old man will dream. So you can see God always used dreams to speak to men and women of this world. By the way, just for the record, when when the prophet said your old man will dream dreams, please note that young people can also dream. How do I know that? Joseph, the dreamer, was only 17 years old. (laughs) Hallelujah. So, young people, you can dream and dream big. The problem for all of us is what the Bible had spelled out in our text today. What's the problem, brother pastor? They said that we don't listen when God is speaking to us. Not only that we don't listen, many of us then turn around and blame God when things go wrong in our life. Some of us have the audacity to tell God, why don't you warn me? Why don't you tell me before this happened?" Why will you let me marry this knucklehead husband? I thought you were my God. I thought you were my Savior. But as you can read today, the Bible said, God speaks once. Amen. Then he comes around and speaks again. Amen. Amen. But the Bible said the problem is that the Son of Man Boys and girls, men and women. Our problem we don't listen. In the Hebrew language, the word for dream is halom. And that word simply means night vision. Not the word night. So in order for you to dream, you have to experience the night. Dreams are normal. Dreams are natural. You work all day. You come home and you sleep. Am I right about it? I have so much to do in my own life. If you talk to me, I work all day, all night. But when I remembered that I have to dream and God wants to talk to me in a dream, then I will tell myself, "Self, go to sleep. Don't mean I finish my work now. Oh, if you can get into my world, it will blow your mind how much I have to do in a day. I say this with utmost humility. Within 24 hours, I have to learn to balance my schedule. Because within those hours, I am vice president of a university. Within those 24 hours, I am dean of a school. Within those 24 hours, I'm a lawyer. Within those 24 hours, I'm a pastor. Within those 24 hours, I'm a television evangelist. Within those 24 hours, I have my own business. Are you listening to me? So I got tons and tons I haven't done yet. So if it's up to me, I'll be working around the clock. But then when I remember this passage, that God talks to people Not just in a vision, but in a dream. So I will look at self. I say, self, go to sleep. Ladies and gentlemen, never miss the opportunity to dream. So, my question for you this morning do you have a dream? Don't go through life empty-headed, wishful thinking. Get you a dream. And God wants to give you a dream. You need to have a dream for your life. Have a dream for your career. Have a dream for your ministry. Have a dream for your family. I can go on and on. Every area of your life, you ought to have a dream. Where are you going? And how do you plan to get there? Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. had a dream. And his dream literally changed the whole world. Isn't that something? A 26-year-old black man. (laughs) That makes me want to shout. Many people forget that when we talk about Dr. Martin Luther King, he was just a youngster. In fact, he died very young. Many people forget when we talk about Jesus, he was just a youngster. He died very young. But these are people that changed their world. When you show up, every demon ought to be screaming because you have a dream. So pay attention to your dreams. Why do I say that? Because in that dream, God will give you insight. God will give you plan, game plan. God will give you messages. Please take note, just for the record, not all the dreams that you and I have is godly. Are you all still here? I can testify. Some of our dreams are negative. Some of our dreams are outright demonic. So there are good dreams and there are bad dreams. So when you have a dream, that's right, Reverend. Some of those are nightmares. So when you begin to dream of terror and horror and fear, anxiety, all that, that ain't no good dream. That is not from God. So when you have a dream, here your pastor is saying to you and all those thousands of people watching and listening to me, I say get you a dream. But when you dream, the first thing you do, you check out the dream. To see if it's of God or if it's of the devil. Come on, sir. Notice the devil always come up with a counterfeit. Fake dreams. How do you know which one is of God? He got to line up with the word of God. Amen, Amen somebody. And please permit me to want you, warn you also that sometimes... Even when you have a good dream, sometimes you wake up and you don't remember. Do I have a witness in the house? <laughs> I've been there. Why is it that you don't remember? Because the book of St. John, chapter 10, verse 10, says, The thief comes. To do what? To steal from you. <laughs> Oh, glory. I feel my help coming. So, one of the things that you need to do, and forgive me, I'm taking my time just to teach. When you wake up in the morning, you see, the the devil comes quickly to steal, to kill, to destroy. So, before you get distracted, write it down. Write it down. Don't let the devil steal your dream. If you don't remember what to write down, that's a good time to start praying in tongues. It will come back to you. Been there, done that. Got a t-shirt for it. I can tell I just had a beautiful dream and I wake up. I don't remember. I begin to walk the house, just praying in tongues, speaking mystery unto my God. And all of a sudden, we all come back to me. Don't let the devil steal your dreams. When God gives you something, you have a responsibility to protect it. So for the sake of time, please, I don't want you to just live here and say, okay, your dream is important. Get you a dream. I want you to understand the process. First and foremost, I told you what you need to do. Go and sleep. I know that sounds so simple, but yet it's so deep. Too many of you, you are too busy pacing the floor at night. And you are robbing yourself the opportunity to hear from God. God said to, to Abraham, go to sleep. The angel of the Lord encamp around them. That fear him. I don't care what you're going through. I don't care what trouble you're facing. I don't care what the challenge of this world. You need to learn. To go to sleep. Cast all your cares upon him. You need to know that you know. God cares for you. Oh that single word set me free. Just been able to go to sleep. Sometimes in my own family, we were were a young couple and then there would be a list of trouble, a list of problems to solve. And I would look at my wife and say, Baby, this Negro is going to sleep. (laughs) It's just good to be free. I'm not going to crack my head. Because of this problem, that problem, this one. Even in ministry, you will be surprised. You see, a black preacher is different from a white preacher. Let me help my white pastors out. See, if you're a white pastor, this is all good. All people expect from you is spiritual nourishment. People just come to church to hear the word of God and you don't for the most part. But a black preacher, we didn't have nobody from Frederick Douglass all the way to Martin Luther King. We had nobody. We had no president until Obama. So everything goes to the preacher. A black preacher, you got to be able to deal with family issues. Personal issue, social issue, Christ, everything going on is all on your head. And if you're not careful, you kill yourself and they get somebody else to replace you. And nobody shouting now. So you have to learn. (laughs) You have to learn to go to sleep. You go to sleep so God can talk to you. Oh, glory. You know why that is important? When your body is at rest, your spirit is alert unto God. No distraction. Isn't it funny when God wanted to make a woman, you know the first thing he did to Adam? (laughs) Oh, I didn't preach myself happy already. I know it is so simple, but yet it's so profound. Go to sleep. Look all those problems in the face and say, I'm going to bed. (laughs) <laughs> notice ladies and gentlemen at times you dream and you don't remember why because your, your flesh when you wake up your flesh cannot handle the things of the spirit that is why I say pray about it if it's a bad dream pray to God Lord Lock this for me. I don't want this in my life. If it's a good dream, Lord, remind me. You made this brain. You made my soul. You made my spirit. Have my remembrance. So you go to sleep and in your sleep, God speaks to you. Are you following the process? Then when God speaks to you, the next thing is that you got to hear what God is saying. That is why God says sometimes I speak once, I speak twice, and they still don't get it. It is very important that you tune into God. Now, I got a confession to make, and I can't speak for every preacher, but it's true. Not everybody that speaks to you, you listen. I have trained myself so well, Pastor Joffian, I can be in a meeting with a big smile, nodding my head, but I've checked out a long time. I'm just making a confession. Present, but not dead. But when God is speaking, you ought to be listening. Because heaven and earth will pass away, but the word of God will stand forever. If you believe that, say Amen. So, number one, go to sleep. Number two, expect God to speak. Number three, it is your responsibility, my responsibility to hear what God says. Number four, you need to turn what you hear into what you can see. If God says you are healed, you ought to see yourself. Amen. You ought to see yourself healed. Long before the doctor examines you, Amen. Amen. it's already done. Can you see yourself blessed? I know the television said the economy is no good and all this this problem, all this that problem. Do you know that millionaires and billionaires have been born in the midst of this pandemic? Can you see yourself healed? Can you see yourself prosper? Can you see yourself as the head and not the tail? As above and not beneath? Can you see yourself blessed coming in? Can you see yourself blessed going out? Can you see your children blessed? Are you listening to me this morning? How do you see yourself? So whatever God is saying, you got to see it. You got to see it. And then, ladies and gentlemen, you have to act upon what you see. Are you listening to me? How can you act on what you see? It's very simple. You know, have you considered the book of Isaiah, chapter 60, verse number one? You went to sleep, you've heard from God. Now you can see what God said. You pray out all the demonic mess. And now it's time for action. In Isaiah chapter 60, verse number one. What is the first word? What is that word again? Arise! See, you can't sleep all day. Some of you will go home and say, "Pastor said, go to sleep." But don't just stop there. Pastor is also saying, after a while, you gotta get up. <laughs> the Bible says, "A little slumber, you can't sleep all day." What is that first word again? <laughs> say louder. Say again. Arise. In fact, one scripture says, Arise, ye that sleep it. In other words, time to get up. A dream that you did not follow up with action is a waste of God's time. So, for everyone that is still sleeping, it's time to wake up. Look at somebody next to you and say, Wake up. That's probably the best prophecy you ever heard today. (laughs) Oh, glory. Wake up in your family life. Wake up. In your pursuit. Pastors, listen to me. Wake up in your ministry. God is doing a new thing. You cannot stay sleeping. You got to get up. To make things happen. Wake up in your business. There comes a time when you have to look at poverty. And say... Poverty will not continue in my house. There comes a time when you look yourself in the face and say, my struggling days are over. Somebody shout, arise! No more failure in my house. Sometimes you try to make things happen and all you see is a spirit of delays. We have a, a, a little animal in Africa. We call it Ibe, a snail. And that creature moves slow. I can marry a, a woman slow. You don't need no husband slow. I bind every snail spirit in your life. Somebody shall arise. You don't need You don't need nobody dragging around you. Maybe you've been on the ground for so long. Maybe you look at your ministry and it's not standing. Maybe you look at your business and it's not standing, still sleeping. The word of the Lord for you and me this morning. Arise! After you had a sleep, after you heard from God, after you've seen what God is saying, it's time to get up in the power of the Holy Spirit. You may be crawling right now in any area of your life, but I hear the Spirit of God say, Arise! I say to you, my sons and my daughter in the Lord. You all know it. I don't have to tell you. I have a lot of following. People I've never met. One lady called me yesterday and said, Pastor, I'm scheduled for this surgery on the 28th of this month. You don't know me. You've never met me. But I am your member. I watch you every day. Declare a blessing over me. I will make you through that surgery today. I speak to every sons and daughter, whether you are here, whether you are outside, far or near, arise. Let's go and conquer the world. You are able to go and possess that land. You cannot be sleeping forever. There's plenty of good in the land. Amen, somebody. When you arise, poverty will run away from you. (laughs) Are you listening to me? When you arise, sicknesses and disease have no place. They can't keep you down. I was talking to a brother, Columbus, Ohio infected with COVID-19. I said, son, arise. I told him, I said, listen to me. I don't come here to play. I got COVID in the month of February. Guess what I did, what I just told you. I'm not just going to be lying down feeling sorry for myself, letting the devil fill my, my mind with all kinds of fear, all kinds of doubt, all kinds of... Arise! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! What is the next word? Where is that scripture again? Isaiah 60 verse 1. Guess what the next word is? Shine. Shine. When God made you, you were made to multiply. Are you listening to me? When God made you, you were made to replenish the earth. When God made you, you were made to subdue the earth. When God made you, you were made to dominate the earth. I don't come to America just to pass by. Take over. There's a reason why God lets you still be in the land of the living. Don't miss this moment. Arise and shine. One scripture put it this way. You are the light of the world. You're right, son. You are city. You cannot be hidden. Let your light so shine among men that they will see your, They may not like you, but they got to respect you. They may not care for the way you are, but you they got to respect you. Arise and shine. One of my, <laughs> somebody over here in the city got a legal problem, committed some crime, and then I had to go see some of those powers to be. I said, now, nah, we need to do something about this. And everybody in the room looking at me. They said, Reverend, right. what do you want us to do? Ahead, right. yeah. I said, I like you all. You know what I reminded them? I earned the right to be heard in this community. And sure enough, I told them what I want. Shine! Let them see the power of God manifesting in you. That's why I tell you, you don't have to kiss up to nobody. You don't have to journal, click, let your life so shine. They will see the good work. They will glorify your Father who is in
1: heaven.
2: Amen. The missing link for most Christians, even when God gives us a dream, we we'll sit on it. Good morning, my children. If you never hear anything else, I have to say, if God give it to you, if God give you a vision, he will make provision for the vision. You need to develop the courage to get up and shine. I raise my case. Everybody stand. My time is up. The importance of your dreams. Stop making excuses. Amen. Don't say, but you don't know I'm black. Amen. And so don't say, but I'm a foreigner. I don't speak English right. Shut up. Amen. Well, Pastor, you don't understand. But I have nobody to help me. Really. You got all of heaven behind you. You can't say, but you don't get it. I, uh, I'm a woman. Really?
1: <laughs> the world is
2: full of opportunities, there is even opportunity in chaos. So stop downgrading your dream. When you do that, you're doing that just to fit your reality. Get out of reality. Begin to live your dreams. I never met Dr. Martin Luther King. But his life changed me forever. I read. 1770 words of his speech, he changed my life. Amen. Amen. I began to see myself as God sees me. Amen. Stop worrying about he says, she says, they say they had no clue what God is trying to do in your life. Amen. Amen. Go up to your dream. And don't settle. I don't care how long it takes. You stick to it. Keep on believing. Keep on doing your part. If you draw near to God, God will draw near to you. All minds clear? Pastor, will you please come and pray for us? Before I lose my cool. God has given you life. He said, I came that you might have life not a cheap abundant life. you and your children and your grandchildren and your grandchildren a good man, a good woman will live an inheritance. I'm out.
3: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, clap your hands for our pastor. We don't want to take for granted that everybody's saved and know Jesus. So you might be here and have never accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. You might be online. You might be live streaming. We want to first of all give you an opportunity To make Jesus the Lord of your life So if you would bow your heads I want you to repeat after me I want you to say Father God God, In the name of Jesus Forgive me Of my sins I ask Jesus Christ To come into my heart And be Lord of my life Now Lord Feel me With the Holy Ghost to overflowing in Jesus' name. Now, let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you for this opportunity to come into your presence. We thank you, Lord, that somebody gave their hearts to Jesus. We thank you, God, that heaven just broke out in a praise, God, for one soul that was saved. So, God, we thank you for this opportunity to come in your presence Lord, we thank you for our pastor. We ask God that you will continue to anoint him, Father God. God, that you would show him dreams and visions, Father God. Father God, that he, in the name of Jesus, might lead your people, God, in the way that you would have us to go father we pray for everyone under the sound of my voice and we ask in jesus name that you would stretch forth your hand to heal deliver and set free oh god the bible says your eyes go to and forth throughout the earth that you might show yourself strong over half of them whose heart is perfect towards you so god show yourself strong in the life of every believer under the sound of my vows god show yourself strong show yourself strong father god do it for your glory Do it for your glory. That you, God, might be glorified. That Jesus be magnified. And, God, we thank you for this opportunity, God. We bless your name, God. We thank you in advance, Father God, because we know you're good for it, God. In the name of Jesus. And we thank you and we praise you for this moment, for this hour, what you are about to do in our lives. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Lift your hand toward heaven. Father God, every hand lifted unto you, we loose your angels to be encamped around us to keep us, God, from all hurt, harm, and danger. I plead the blood of Jesus over us. I thank you, Father God, that no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Come on, clap your hands and tell the Lord thank you.